Welcome to the Taste and See podcast, a place where we can discuss our experiences in the kingdom of God and discover how we can impact the world around us, thereby being the salt and light of the earth. Here is your host, Josh Emmer. Hello, friends. Merry Christmas to you and yours, and welcome to the Taste and See podcast. I'm your host, Josh Emmerich, and I am so glad that you are able to join me today. If you're new with us and this is your first time listening, the Taste and See podcast is a kingdom-based podcast that exists to encourage saints, empower believers, and reach the lost with the goodness of God. Psalm 34, 8 states, Taste and see that the Lord is good. To taste is to experience, while to see is all about perception and discernment. I pray that as we journey together more deeply into the kingdom of God, that the Holy Spirit would reveal the people's situations in the world around you through his eyes. The right people, the right places at the right times. His divine appointments. It is my hope that as we explore different aspects of our life, whether it be marriage, dating, money, or our own spiritual journeys, that we would be able to approach life with this renewed and fresh outlook and perspective from the Holy Spirit and God's goodness. Last week, we began our Christmas series called He Shall Be Called. And this series revolves around this prophecy found in Isaiah 9-6 that described Jesus 700 years before he was born. Isaiah 9-6 reads, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder." And his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Four names and characteristics that perfectly and accurately describe the nature of Jesus. It is my prayer that throughout this Christmas season that we would not simply acknowledge these names of Jesus, but that we would boldly approach the throne room of heaven with a grateful heart and emboldened worship and celebration and declaration of who Jesus is. He is not just a baby in a manger. He is the great Redeemer, and he is still on the throne. Last week, we talked about Jesus as a wonderful counselor. We find a Jesus that was born with a supernatural capacity to offer the most marvelous counsel and advice we will ever know and experience. He is the perfect Messiah. He is the one who provides us with all the counsel that we could ever need. Furthermore, we are blessed with the great counselor, the Holy Spirit, who God sent himself to dwell in, with, and through us for eternity. The Spirit's counsel is filled with love, wisdom, and endless mercy. Through the Spirit, Jesus teaches us willingly and freely. Praise Jesus for his wonderful, loving, graceful, and supernatural counsel. This week, we are going to be taking a quick but deep dive into Jesus as mighty God. This is such a timely discussion for today because I'm willing to guess that some of you, if not most of us, are feeling weak, weary, and burdened at this very moment. The world seems to be a dark place. Hatred seems to spew out from all corners of the earth. Opinions drive people and friends apart. Illnesses plague otherwise healthy bodies. In fact, a close friend of mine was just diagnosed with cancer, 
and we are praying for healing. I am sitting here at midnight with work the next morning, tired and recording a podcast because it feels like there are not enough hours in the day. Marriages are crumbling. Addictions are stealing lives. And anxiety seems to have won the award for the longest buzzword of society and culture. It's hard to feel mighty in the midst of the sludge, crap, and chaos we call life, isn't it? But here in Isaiah, we encounter a name that changes everything. Mighty God. Some of you may be asking, I thought we were talking about Jesus. Why are we talking about God? In Matthew twenty-eight nineteen, Jesus tells us his church to Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Here we see a beautiful relationship between God the Father, God the Son, Jesus Christ, and God the Holy Spirit. They are separate in how they operate in our lives. God fathers us. Jesus redeems us, and the Holy Spirit empowers and counsels us. However, they are all one God. In fact, before the existence of time, before the creation of the earth, they were there as one. So today we're going to be talking about the nature of Jesus, God, as all-powerful. In other words, his omnipotence. Since Jesus and God are one, their power is the same. Jesus has supreme power. In fact, he is not subject to physical limitations like man is. Once again, like we did last week, let's dive into the original language of this prophetic verse, which is Hebrew. For mighty, we find the word gibaur, which means strong, mighty, and brave. The Hebrew word for God is el, which means the one true God, Jehovah. When we combine these two words, we get exactly what we expect, mighty God. But it is so much more than that. Jesus is the one true God, Jehovah, and he possesses all might, power, and strength. This might is unparalleled, unequaled, and unmatched. No one is as mighty as he is. He doesn't just have the power of God at his disposal. He is the God of supreme and utmost power. Where can we see examples of Jesus displaying his mighty power in the scriptures? When he walked the earth, we see story after story where Jesus healed the sick, restored the crippled and lame, forgave sins, cast out demons, raised the dead, and calmed the storms. But we also see Jesus displaying his utmost power when he died, was buried, and rose again to take away the keys from hell and overpower death. This was his utmost power on display for all of humanity, including you and me. But this is what is most interesting. Jesus was so powerful, he surrendered his power. I want to say that again. Jesus was so powerful, he surrendered his power. He surrendered his strength on the cross. He surrendered his might for us so that we might live. But Jesus, my friends, always has the last word. Paul says in Philippians 2 verses 10 through 11 that every knee will bow and every tongue will confess 
that Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus' act on the cross for us is more than just to have life, but to have it more abundantly, more overflowing with love, peace, grace, and power. Just how does this power influence and shape our lives? Let's look at several examples of what God's power does for us in Scripture. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Philippians 4.13 My, this is God speaking, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. 2 Corinthians 12.9 Now to him, God, who is able to do immeasurably more than we could ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. Ephesians 3.20 He, God, is before all things, and in him all things hold together. Colossians 1.17 Jesus says in Matthew 11.28-29 Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, my burden is light. My friends, the beginning of Jesus' might comes when we surrender and rest in his presence. Let's ponder some questions together for a few moments. What battle has Jesus not won? Who in hell or which enemy dares to stand against the might of God? Who does not tremble at his voice? Could the devil successfully tempt Jesus? Did he not overcome the tempter? Did the grave and death hold him? Has he ever failed? Is he not a deliverer? Have we not seen deliverance time and time again in our lives, in the lives of those around us who have found themselves at his feet? Has he not performed miracles, healings, and wonders before our very eyes? Have any of his promises returned void? Jesus is the one who can silence waters, move mountains, and strengthen the weak. With this truth, how can we not let go of what hinders us from living our lives the way God intended? Instead of succumbing to your anxiety, why not embrace the peace of Jesus that surpasses all understanding? Instead of walking weary, why not lean into Jesus' unlimited strength and power? Instead of carrying your burdens, why not lay them at the foot of the cross where Jesus has already carried them for you and vanquished them? How often do we carry a load that doesn't have a right to exist? My friends, surrender to Jesus. Allow his mighty arms to surround you with love and comfort. Allow him to give you rest and peace. He is willing to work all things out in your life if you will just trust him and let him. He can handle it. His power and his strength and his might can handle it. He is the name above all names, and he has already won. I want to close out our conversation with some words from Pastor Bill Johnson that I heard this week. We worship and celebrate a resurrected king. Scripture says, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. So just think about that statement. Just think, this is the day that the Lord has made. The same one who spoke the worlds into being, 
created this day. That means everything that is necessary for this day is at our disposal. He did not send us into this day shorthanded. He sent us into this day with an assignment and access to everything that would be needed to fulfill our reason for being. It's all within reach. I remind you, the Bible says that Jesus was crucified from before the foundations of the world. That means before there was sin, there was a Savior. Before there was a problem, there was a solution. So how do you think he made this day? He made this day with solutions available before the problems of today came. We serve a resurrected Christ. He came for us. He died for us. And he lives for us. This Christmas, may our declaration be this. Give me Jesus. In the midst of the stress of the season, the busyness of gatherings, the exchanging of gifts around the tree, just give me Jesus. When the world seems to crumble around us, Jesus remains standing. Cling to him. Trust him. Be empowered by what he can and will do. Just give me Jesus. If you've been walking closely with Jesus, lean into him even more. Discover his power and strength. Find your peace and rest in it. If you know Jesus but haven't really been walking with him lately, just come to him just as you are. His power and strength is readily available to you, even as a prodigal child returning to the arms of a loving father. Maybe you are listening and hearing about Jesus for the first time. If this is you, can I just encourage you for a moment to invite Jesus to come into your life? I promise it will be the best decision you will ever make, and you will feel and experience a strength and rest that you have never felt before. If you desire to ask Jesus into your life, just stay where you are for a moment. Just pause. Just open up your heart and say this prayer with me. God, I know that I am a sinner, and I admit my need for a Savior. I believe that you sent Jesus to die on the cross to pay for my sins, and I believe that he rose from the grave three days later to live forever. Jesus, please save me. Forgive me of all of my sins and make me one of your children. I accept what Jesus did for me on the cross and the salvation that you offer me. I promise to forsake my sins and to live for you for the rest of my life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you pray that prayer with me, I want to be the first to say, welcome to the family of God. Welcome to a life lived in light and no longer in darkness. Jesus, mighty God, is ready to empower you and strengthen you for the journey ahead. He has already won the battle for your soul and you just gave him your heart. It's time to celebrate. If you asked Jesus into your life or rededicated your life as a result of this podcast, I would love to know your story. Please send me an email at josh at com and let me know about your decision. It is my desire to come alongside you, celebrate your decision, and help encourage and equip you for this new journey ahead. Friends, I Hope and pray that you were encouraged today as we discovered more about Jesus, mighty God. I pray that your declaration today would be, just give me Jesus. I pray that his power and might would cover you in the midst of your battles, 
circumstances, and trials. I pray that you would rest in the battle that has already been won. In the words of one of my favorite songs by the band Elevation Worship, they say, The wind is watching every gesture of your hand. Waves of fear collapse at your command. I know tomorrow when the pressure rushes in, you'll be there to rescue me again. What a mighty God. What a mighty God you are. Here in your presence there will be no other throne. All my heart is yours and yours alone. The song of heaven and my soul will sing the same. Jesus Christ, the name above all names. What a mighty God. What a mighty God you are. What a mighty God. What a mighty God you are. My friends, just give me Jesus. What a mighty God he is. I love you, friends. See you next week. Thank you for listening to the Taste and See podcast. We hope that you are encouraged and empowered by our conversation today. For future and past episodes, please follow us on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. You can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Taste and See podcast. Now go, live for the kingdom, and always remember that the Lord is good.